to all New York Mets media in general, a big fat fuck you and expect it more often, okay? This is Past the Rock. Tune in here. It is baseball time in Texas. Patterson Texas. I'm sorry, can you repeat that question? Texas. One constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. Then erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. Baseball. One time. The steel is game. It's a part of our past. It reminds us all that once was good when it could be again. Don't mind me, I'm just hiding in a bush. Baseball? God forbid. Face it, Fry. Baseball was as boring as mom and apple pie. That's why they jazzed it up. Boring? Baseball wasn't... Hmm. So they finally jazzed it up. Yeah, my, my upper lip is too small for my mustache to be powerful. Recording live from two, count them, two locations, this is Past the Rock. Uh, I'm Patrick. Uh, usually I'm joined by two great men, Caesar and Jacob. Unfortunately, we could not all get together on the same day this week. Uh, but rather than leave everybody with nothing, I thought I'd put together a little uh, special, special short Past the Rock Junior Edition uh, I like to bring in our our special guest for this. Uh, this is the Lazy Samurai, aka Gabe. What's up, y'all? Cool. Uh, Gabe's a good friend of mine. Uh, big baseball guy. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna tackle that for a little bit. Get in some extra Rangers coverage that I might not be able to fit in uh, otherwise between all of our football and basketball talk that usually dominates uh, our conversation. Um, Gabe's a uh, <clears throat> big Ranger fan, uh, like I am. Um, we're both pretty excited about this year. Gabe, do you have any initial initial thoughts you'd like to lay out for the the upcoming season? Ooh, it should be good. It should be for sure interesting, at least. I mean, we we definitely have some pieces. We need some more, but it's looking pretty dang good. Yeah, I'd say just because of how bad the last two years have been, like yeah. historically bad, that this i'm just i'm just excited to to potentially win as many games as we lose right it's, <laughs> we're on the precipice of a winning season for the first time since i think like 2000 15 or 16 maybe 15 or 16 i think it's 2016 but uh yeah possibly even a playoff berth i was really hyped last season in the early goings that dude if we keep winning and then you know i mean yeah you know <laughs> we didn't a long keep season <laughs> The long season will trick you like that. Yeah. Yeah. 2016 was that year we won all those one run games. Went 95 and 67. Oh yeah, man. From from the most one run games to the least one run games. You know. Uh yeah. So we finished first it's that true. year in the division, and since fourth, fifth, third, fifth, fifth, fourth. Um. 
so the COVID year is obviously weird. We don't know what that would have looked like in a full season, uh, but it is the lowest win percentage, I believe, in Rangers history at 367. Uh, nope, absolutely not true. There were some 350s, uh, 350 and 351 the first two years. Um, so outside of the first two years of the franchise coming to Texas, uh, we've seen we've seen some historic lows recently. Um, yeah, and and that's uh, that's tough. Um, you know, growing up, we kind of grew up at right the the right time where the Rangers were made their first playoff run. Uh, when I was five, I guess. Uh, through through when we were what eight eight nine was the ninety nine season. Um, so kind of got teased. Yet. Oh dang! Yeah, I forgot. I forgot that you moved to Mulador after I left. Yeah, I did not live in Texas yet. I like to think I was always a Rangers fan in my heart, but uh, really, really after like the 2010, 2011 seasons, I had yeah, never watched so... a baseball game before in my life, and now I I watch probably about you know sixty to a hundred games every season, depending on how we're doing. That does have a lot to do with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And sort of where I was going with that, since you mentioned those years. So I had my my youth, my sports upbringing was the Rangers being pretty good, uh, then just getting trounced by the Yankees. Um, yeah. And then when I was old enough to really know what was happening and I was playing baseball, the Rangers were pretty terrible. Uh, and I loved them. And then they finally got good. And that's, I, it still feels fake to me that the Rangers played in the World Series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's, you know, that was great. Um, so now we're looking, we're looking like we're headed back in that direction. Uh, so this this feels a lot like the 2008 era, um, although maybe with some bigger names, because uh, we have an owner who actually uh, stood by his word and threw some money around. Yeah. Yes. Finally, it's. I mean, it, it's 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 just a a real breath of fresh air to see. Um, a major market team like the Rangers act like a major market team and throw some of that weight around. Right. You know, and it feels like the ownership finally like cares about the actual fans out there. And it's just, yeah, it, it's, it's nice to have an ownership group that whether they care about the fans or not, that they, they just want to win, you know, they don't yeah. want to just own a team. Um, and that's a big difference. And like you mentioned, major market where the, I think the number five, number four, number five media market, we should absolutely be spending like that um, in a sport with no salary cap. It's absolutely ridiculous that they hadn't been. Yeah. And a lot of that probably, you know, stems from Tom Hicks just giving the biggest contract of all time to A-Rod. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the whole sport, that was a shockwave. No one signed a deal like that for a long time after. Um, yep. And then we had then we had financial troubles. Let's figure this out, sell the team off. And now we finally have someone who's spending um, and it's great. Uh, there's no reason teams like St. Louis should be spending more than us. Boston should not be spending more than us. Um, a little embarrassing. Yeah. We'll so get there. And that's a, you know, because of the Cowboys being in the market, that's a good right. cover for Ranger stars and Mavericks to kind of hide. Um, yeah. So it's good. It's good that they're not doing that. Yeah. I mean, I, I obviously don't want to like spend our way into a championship, or try no, to. Like I the, don't care. <laughs> like the Padres right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not my money, first and foremost. Everybody's got to remember that. It, that's not your money, buddy. Like, whatever but, whatever uh, it takes to put the team together, because you can't, you can't buy the entire roster. So someone in there is going to be someone that you've... <laughs> 
you put together yeah. yourself. Yeah, and I think I think we do have some good guys. I mean, we've been making great trades over these last terrible years, terrible few years. We've been making some good trades, and we've got some stuff coming through the pipeline that I think is pretty solid. And yeah, so that brings up a good point of we're – I feel like we're officially cleanly out of the John Daniels era. I mean, there's obviously yeah. still some guys, some guys around, but with a new manager, uh, with John Daniels himself not being around. Um, mm-hmm. It feels like we have we have moved past that. And I, I say that knowing full well Mike Maddox just came back. Um, oh God. but otherwise <laughs> I, I'm ha- I'm so happy to have him. I, uh, yeah. Because not only not only do I think he's one of the best pitching coaches that maybe the Rangers have ever had, if not the best. Yeah. Uh, the added addition of his brother just being around sometimes is oh, yeah. great for the young guys. The way he was it's... able to Oh. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go no, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, especially in like the 2010, 2011 runs, the way he was able to de- uh, to develop our minor league pitching into like take guys Something. like I mean, yeah. Derek Holland, Derek Holland threw one of the best World Series games I've ever seen anyone. Throw. My God, it was beautiful. It was and it's tough because yeah. I don't necessarily love to love him, but that was something. Yeah. And and taking Colby Lewis, a guy who was washed out into yeah, he went to Japan, Japan league, yeah. It's like, and then comes back, and he was just so solid. So Neftali Feliz, Alexi Ogando, even yeah. you know you got you had old ass Darren Oliver. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. A guy who was a Ranger in the late nineties when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> they brought him back as an old man. Hey, just uh, drag him out there. Why not? I mean, he he started playing for the Rangers in 1993, uh, and then he was on the those two World Series teams. Um, but yeah, so Maddox Maddox's impact can't be overstated, I don't think. But to mm-hmm. to the the overall point is that we're we're officially in this whole new era. Uh, it's an exciting time. That's a that's not something you've been able to say about the Rangers often uh, yeah. in my life. It is actually an exciting time to be a fan. Um, yes. There's some questions about. Um, our development in in the organization. Um, so right. we're we historically do have a great farm system most of the time. Uh, we we definitely emptied it out there in the thirteen to sixteen years, and mm-hmm. you could see it by us only winning sixty games the last couple of years. Um, so there's there's some questions about you know Kip Fag, our our scouting director, who's been here for twenty years, twenty plus years. Yeah, I think forever. Uh, so there's some questions about how long, you know, if he's if he's still a guy to lead that. Um, and some examples, uh, Evan Carter, a guy who we drafted, who's playing yeah. double A probably, um, who, you know, people are on the record as basically laughing at the Rangers for drafting him. Yeah, um, I did so want to talk guys, about him too. Guys like him can turn can turn into something. That's a great sign that your scouting director is still <laughs> still, you know, uh bring something unique to the club that another another director couldn't. I mean, he's an absolute animal this this I I I understand that his spring training and he's getting most of his at bats off of like, you know, the guys that are coming in into 6th and 7th. But he's sure, got yeah, a but, 563 I mean, to... on base, 300 batting average. I mean, the guy's just getting on base. That's Evan Carter, he's, you know. He was the last pretty much non-major leaguer uh that's not a pitcher to be at spring training to not get sent to the minor league camp. Right. Um, and that's, that's incredible. 
and he's getting he's getting so many reps. I mean, Boach is on record this season talking about how he would not be surprised if Carter was in the majors this season, which is right. The only the say. only reason only reason he won't be is just to manipulate service time, right? Um, and that'll all depend on you know team needs, injuries, and you know yeah. if he's you know if he's hitting five hundred and <laughs> double A, what are you gonna, gonna do, keep, dude? They're not gonna yeah. keep him there. Yeah. Um, and so to have to have that to have Josh Young coming up, um, looking yeah. promising, Man. hopefully. At worst, worst case, it's a profar situation. Best case, you know, he's a he's a solid Michael Young, you know, yeah. just around forever kind of guy, Kinsler, um, someone uh, like that. That's 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 what you're hoping for. Uh, Bell Trey, is way too high of a bar, but oh, maybe yeah. <laughs> greatest third baseman of all time. If you ask any it's, Rangers fan, you you could yeah, you could debate it. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I do. I turned. I tuned into Jung or Young's first at bat last season, just to watch him crank that home run. It was such a satisfying feeling. Um, but I think it's it's good that he had the little bit of time that he had last season, get his feet wet, and you know now he's going through a full spring training and he's gonna be there day one. And you know I'm just ready to watch him rock. Hopefully. Yeah, it's it's nice to have to have young guys and to to bring them up and trust that that's their job cuz i don't think yeah. there's any reason to doubt you know doubt that that's his job um he'd have to lose it you know yeah um so that's that's kind of just a i didn't want to touch too much on farm system and stuff i did want to i did want to mention evan carter because that's been a big story um yeah. and it could it could be I want to I want to get out in front of it and be one of those guys that said I remember I remember talking about Evan Carter on my podcast. Oh yeah, twenty twenty three. Yeah, for all the lack of credibility that I can get. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah. What oh, what you got? I was just going to say. Obviously, we had all the big signings in terms of you know our starting pitching this off season. Incredible, Uvalde, um, uh, Andrew Heaney, Heaney. Uh, they picked up Jake Odorizzi, who's a, a vet. Odorizzi, I forgot about him. That's a yeah, yeah. That's a so, bad one to forget. And then on re-signing Martin Perez, mm-hmm. um, it's a good move. Uh, brief, brief side note. Uh, I'll send, I'll send you the video in a minute. Uh, Martin Perez got to sing the Venezuela national anthem for the World Baseball Classic game. Today. Oh yeah, I just saw. I haven't watched it yet, but I just saw the yeah, pretty, pop-up. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I thought the World Baseball Classic didn't start till the 11th, so that must just be when USA plays their first game, and mm-hmm. that's how myopic and uh, isolationist I am. Yeah, that's I watched the Netherlands and uh, uh, Cuba last night. Yeah, uh, a couple of, couple of weeks uh, ago, we did a I did a quiz for the other two guys on the podcast where I listed out a bunch of. Uh, guys who are on world baseball classic rosters and ask them to name what country they play for. Um, and half the ones were from Netherlands. Yeah. Just like they're why, why, but I'm what? sure there's lots of explanations. I know the, the Profar family, they, uh, their Island is like a colony of the Dutch or something. Yeah. They or have a former, ton of, or a former colony of the Dutch. I don't really know. They have a ton of tiny colonies or not colonies, territories. Yeah. Territories in the Caribbean. 
you know, Xander. There's Bogart. a bunch of weird stuff. Xander Bogart is like apparently like a knight. In the really, country. which yeah, it's which, crazy. You know, I've I've watched. I'm I'm familiar enough with British television and their scene to know that that you know that means what it means. Um, it's cool. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely not like it definitely means you're it's he's honorable, not, but it's not, not it's not. Yeah, you're not you're not defending the kingdom in any sort of way, um, but still cool. I want to I want to be I'd like to be a sir officially. I wouldn't mind. I'm gonna start um, around. Anyway. I do like the World Baseball Classic. Uh, yeah, just because you know there's there's no World Cup of baseball. They took it out of the Olympics, which is fair. It, it but baseball needs to have something like that. So yeah, this this is great. Uh, I like that it's also at a time where it doesn't, you know, if it's during spring training, obviously not everyone can play, but people can play, and it's not in the middle of their offseason where they would be sacrificing vacation time to do it. Uh, Yeah, and you get get to see, uh, like, an Australian guy throwing 86-mile-per-hour fastballs striking out MLB hitters. It's kind of sick. Yeah. and It's kind of awesome. Like, And I don't think it's news to anybody that, pays any attention to baseball that countries like the Dominican and Venezuela are really good. Uh, but I think some people underestimate how good the Korean and Japanese teams are probably oh, yeah. and, and Australia. Um, but yeah, the Korean Japanese teams and just that they have a different style of play. That's a little more fun to watch, I think mm-hmm. than, than the current state of the MLB, although we are fixing that. Yeah. And maybe that's, maybe that's my uh, forced segue into some rule change talk. I just didn't know if you had anything that you wanted to uh, to mention that you like, dislike. Now that we've seen a couple weeks of bigger bases, pitch clocks, and uh, no shifts or no infield shifts. Right. I like it. I like the pace of play. Um, I thought it was going to jack up a lot of pitchers, but especially with these like veteran guys, a lot of these dominant pitchers, they love it. Because they can manipulate, like Max Scherzer, he's going absolutely nuts with it. It's very fun to watch. And uh, I think when DeGrom starts pitching with the clock, it's just going to be, he's going to be so nasty, dude. I think it does and, work uh, out better better for guys just as far as pay, like having an established pace. And right. you're just going to, you're going to feel better not taking these long gaps between throwing. I don't think the long gap between throwing helps you at all. Uh, I think if anything, it's going to hurt you. Uh, right. Trying to relax those muscles too much. Yeah. Keeps you in but the that's, game. That's me speaking as an entirely ignorant layman who has no idea the toll of <laughs> pitching on the body. Right. I just want to make that, make that clear. I can't even throw near um, 70 miles per hour. So what do I know? Yeah, I can't remember the last time I clocked me throwing a ball. Uh, I remember a guy I worked with getting one of those that has like the built-in clock, but it mm-hmm. wasn't really. Yeah. It, I, it wasn't. It wasn't consistent with the numbers it was showing you based off throws that should have been similar numbers. Um, and then I think it hit the ground one too many times and just never gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I didn't. I didn't have too much about the rule changes either. Uh, I just wanted to see. See if you had anything interesting. I might just cut that little part. It's no problem. I just oh, I, I like I like the bigger bases. Um, I'm stoked for more steals. I think that's that's gonna be really. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that does happen. Yeah, I, that's how. That, I mean, I don't know if this is just because it was the way I played because it was how I had to play when I was younger was yeah a lot of aggressive base running because I would hit a lot of singles or walk a lot. So 
if I wanted to get second or third or home, I had to, had to get myself there. Yeah, I mean, with uh, with basically two outfield spots on the Rangers this season, just completely up in the air with Tavares's injury, and uh, one is just empty. I think we're gonna get to see. I hope we get to see uh, uh, some decent reps from Bubba Thompson because that guy's just insanely fast. Yeah, I think Bubba's definitely a hometown fan favorite. Yeah, just based off his name. Um, yeah, and also I don't know if you've ever heard him talk. He's fun to listen to talk. Um. I do wonder about Tavares. This is this is something we could definitely talk about. Yeah, because I I I don't see the ceiling that everyone's that I think I hear about. I think people. I don't know if people are trying to talk themselves into Tavares or if I just am not seeing it. Mm, okay. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think um, he, like he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. I just don't know that he's the center fielder of the future. But again, what do I know? Maybe maybe I'm missing something here. Maybe he just comes out this season whenever he gets back on, and he's just what everybody's saying he is. But I, and to be I, fair, I, I had one full season, so yeah, I'm basing this off a very small sample size. I think it's, the reason he's a fast guy, and I always yeah. just think fast guys are novelty niche niche guys. I never think of fast guys as being actual five tool players or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, and, and they typically have the steepest decline, the fastest, steepest <laughs> decline, because your speed is usually what goes first, you know. And if that's what yeah, if that's what your difference making is, then you you need something else. You know, Ichiro was super fast, so he was able to be a when he lost some speed, he also had those other talents, those other I skill mean, sets to just keep playing. Maybe, maybe the greatest player of all time. Oh uh, my god. He's, he's I'd so put bad. him I'd put him, Bonds, and Tony Gwynn up there. Uh, Griffey's potentially in there as well. Yeah. Uh, That's a solid I love. I love watching Ichiro. Uh, you know, guys, when, you just wa- when you're just watching them hit, it's like, yeah, okay. That there's yeah. something different. There's something different that you're doing that just, it looks like watching Jordan play basketball. Like, it just yeah. looks like a whole fluid, just way different thing. I'm going to have to talk to you about that uh, Korean kid who... Who, which he's, playing, he's playing tonight. Uh, what's his name? I mean, he he. They literally just started highlighting him because he's playing in the classic. But uh, yeah. Jung Hoo Lee, God, what he hit three forty nine last season. <laughs> he hit three forty nine last season. Yes. In a Korean league. Yeah. Right yeah, I mean, considering it is, I mean, it's, that's you incredible. know, I mean, that's that's good in any league. But I just wanted, I just wasn't sure if he was in the majors, and I just hadn't heard of him yet. No, he's going to yeah, be posted this season. Lee Jung Hu. This is past junior. So what else we got for the Rangers this year? So yeah, like I said, I don't know that I trust Tavares, but that's just Tavares because he's young, probably, and he can he could still earn it. And I've been bitten. I've been bitten too many times by the profars and the, and the, I don't know, guys, uh, Gallo. That's Gallo. The other I to think yeah. of. Um, but we did pick up Robbie Grossman, and that's an interesting little one year deal. Uh, yeah. Those are, I mean, those are the kind of guys that you pick up when you are trying to just win, you know, and you just need a piece that year that's cheap, and he's someone, as long as he's healthy, you're you're gonna be able to pencil in, you know, not I mean, every I, night, but I, had I think a, he's gonna get. 
I had his left right splits pulled up earlier. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, that's it, a big deal with him. It's insane. Yeah. Um, he's definitely. And I don't think the Rangers against lefts. Yeah, and I if, if I I feel like when I looked at that, the Rangers splits versus left weren't actually that bad last year. But I also I didn't look at situationally where that happens. Um, and I'm sure there's more there. Uh, hopefully we get a full year of Mitch Garver this year. Yeah. Um, that, that would be nice. Uh, do you think him and Jonah Heim are going to just split DH when they're off catching? Um, I mean, who else? Off. Unless you're going to, I mean, unless you're going to run one of the outfielders or Brad Miller. I yeah, guess. right now they have Brad Miller projected as the DH. I, I think he'll get some, he'll get some days in there. They also have this Japanese guy that I don't know much about right now listed on the 40-man roster for DH. Uh, Yoshi Sutsugo. Sutsugo, he played... uh, I can't see how many games. He got 170 at-bats last year. Yeah. Looks like he's he's in AAA right now playing around Rock. He was playing for the Pirates. Yeah, the Pirates last year. Played 50 games for the Pirates last year. Hey, why not? He, he didn't have bad. I haven't heard about him. His numbers weren't too bad, but, well, actually, yeah, they were kind of bad. Um, so let's get into some maybe some of the concerns, uh, which I think right right off the top of the head is going to be bullpen. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's I think that's, every, that's I think that's every team. Because even when you have a good bullpen, they're so finicky. And yeah. Outside of Mariano Rivera, I can't think of anyone who's been that consistent for any kind of extended time. As a that, I mean, right. there's plenty. Uh, he's just the most famous guy. Uh, I can't think of um, any Rangers that have ever been consistently great relievers, except for uh, Neftali Feliz yeah. and John Wetland. Yeah, those guys are pretty good. Uh, here's what I think about our bullpen. I mean, obviously we've got uh, so Odorizzi is going to be coming out of the pen. When you know the the starting five are healthy, we got Taylor that's, Hearn in that's there. That's a big question. Pretty good is, out of the pen. Is it a five man rotation? Because there's so much, and I've heard even Bochi talking about trying out a six man rotation. I, I wouldn't be opposed to a six man just because of injury. I wonder injury, if it's obviously. I wonder if that's a five man rotation occasionally throws some other guys in there. Yeah, I not, I think that'll be the case. Six man rotation. Yeah, because between Dunning and Odorizzi and and uh, I mean maybe Hearn if you want to do like a a bullpen I, game. I don't want to see Taylor Hearn start ever again. I yeah. and again small sample size. It was only one year, but I think and that was one thing I was gonna say about the bullpen this year versus last year. Is I think some guys are gonna be more exclusively in the bullpen, doing yeah. less starting than they were, and I think. We'll see their production, their war, whatever, improve a lot based on just being exposed less, being able to focus on their whatever specialized time. For sure. That was a point I was going to bring up is that, like, people talk about how our bullpen was bad last season. I mean, they were also just way too overtaxed. Like, it just, you know, with our starters being injured all the time or not being able to go I mean, deep or just... It, yeah, it and only Perez could pitch maybe six innings, maybe. Yeah, I mean, they were, they had too heavy of a load. 
So I think it just made them look worse than they actually are. Uh, the projections look pretty good for the bullpen. I mean, not too bad. I think they're skewed as well because of because of that. I could also just be um, snorting the hopium. Yeah, I mean that's what spring training's for, kind of. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I'm hesitant with that. I mean that's the part of the team that I'm most concerned with, just mm-hmm. because you can't. I mean. Obviously, I have no control over any of those, but injuries are going to happen. So with the starters, you're just hoping enough of those guys are healthy throughout the season. And that if you do get into the playoffs, you do have (laughs) you do have the the big names there for for a short series or long series where you can throw DeGrom, uh, Perez and Uvalde. And those you might only need those three and then. You could use John Gray as like a long reliever for the playoffs. Uh, who knows? Yeah, if you wanted to. John Gray is looking absolutely fucking lights out though right now. Very true. Think. Yeah, uh, he looks so good. He's um, just a. Uh, I think he's the youngest of those those guys, right? Or am I just way off on how old he is? He's thirty-one. He's older than I thought. Oh yeah. They're all thirty-one, thirty-three. Yeah. Um, on the other side of pitching. I think something that's, you know, people don't talk about a lot, but that's why we had um, Jeff Mathis. You remember that season? Everybody was like, mm-hmm. he's so bad. No, he's the best framing catcher in baseball. Right. Um, last season, Jonah Heim, second best framer in the MLB. Did he, he didn't get the gold glove, did he? Did they give it to uh, Jose Trevino? Yeah, I believe they did. Okay. But, yeah. Jonah Heim, that you can clearly chalk a lot of um, Perez's success up to, I mean, just lights out ground ball pitching, but also Jonah Heim's framing. Pretty, pretty amped about that. Yeah, man, and that's a super underrated part of the sport, especially for, like, I'm pretty casual, and if I hadn't, played catcher i probably wouldn't have any appreciation for what goes on in that because it's mm. you, there's nothing you notice unless someone tells you to look for it you know right you're just like oh he's he's just gonna catch it wherever the pitcher throws it <laughs> and that's clearly not actually going to work uh no guys no. throwing a- 80 mile an hour cutters and shit yeah um or you know any yeah. anyone who throws a knuckleball uh, although yeah. i think oh, that's yeah. just that's just a crapshoot for every catcher. <laughs> that's a but that's brain. a fun the, the game the game within the game is super fun and super interesting to me. Um I loved playing catcher for that reason. Uh it's also people who aren't uh, able to engage with the game, you know, they th- they say it's boring. Uh they definitely never played that position because you're involved in every second of the thing. Um mm-hmm. and shortstop's got some similar similar roles that people don't notice, especially watching on TV as far as captaining the defense and all that. Um, so, you know, just there's some, there's some really small things I love about baseball that I think it uh, looked over uh, and catcher framing is a great one. I'm really glad you brought that up. Oh yeah. I mean, yes, Jose got... Trevino did win, did win the gold glove last year. Okay. When you got Jonah Heim out Trevino. there being just catching like a, Freaking maniac. And he can jack runs too. I love Yeah, Jonah I Heim, mean, 
Yeah, I've been a big fan. I was really excited when we got Mitch Garver, and then Joe DeHaim kind of supplanted my excitement pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. Just took off. Um, uh, I guess another big question this year uh, is Nathaniel Lowe. You know, what? what is the, the year up? after? Yeah, what does the year after look like? Garcia looks like he's at least found some some consistency. You know, he had that rhythm. great start to a year. Was that mm-hmm. two years ago? And then fell off. And then last year was fine. Uh, yeah. so I think I think I can trust that he's going to be fine again. Um, we can count on him to go out there and do what we want him to do. You know, right? And hopefully, with like I I think Robbie Grossman is going to end up getting a lot of time in that lineup just because he's a veteran. Mm-hmm. And I think he'll be unless you know unless one of the young guys actually steps it up. Uh, yeah. I think he'll really help out solidify the lineup um, just to give, you know, the better, it's hard to explain that to people as well. The, what it means for the people hitting before and after somebody. Yeah. So the better, even if a guy's not, you know, one of your best hitters, but he's all of a sudden a great eight spot that is really good for your six, seven and nine spot hitters as well. Yeah. Um, like we in the projected starting, we've got Bubba Thompson slotted in the nine hole. I think that's absolutely perfect because if if he can get on base, then he's at least going to get the second on a steal. I I feel like you know. And you can you can absolutely count me in for rooting for him. Um, yeah, I I'd love for it to happen. Uh, I, I, I'm just dang, hesitant because I, I do keep he talking played, about what, 50, him, He played 55 games. Most of the fans seem to love him. I don't know what it is. Oh, yeah, I I don't know if it's the name. I think it's a lot to do with the name and fast in baseball. If you're not mashing home runs, the fast guy, people are, the fans are always like, yeah, he's cool. You like, see everyone him? loved Delano. Everyone loved Delano to shield junior. Yeah. You would have, you would have liked him to be a little more productive. For sure. For sure. Off, I didn't hate off, him. Offshoot tangent. His sister now plays for the Dallas wings. Oh, I don't know. I didn't know. He, I didn't know he had a sister until I, saw some news about the trade and i was like how many de shields are there probably in the world not a lot i looked it up and they were brother and sister also i think her name is like diamond something close to delino you know what i mean it sounds diamond the parents the parents were doing some alliteration although i think he's a junior so whatever yeah yeah his dad played baseball too yeah 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 Speaking of guys uh, cool. whose dads played baseball, what do you think about Jack Leiter? Too early to tell. I'm excited. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm glad we have him, and I'm glad we brought Rocker in because it seemed like they got along pretty well in college. And yeah. I'd like I'd like for both of them to just continue being friends and being the the backbone of either my rotation or maybe a ginormous trade. <laughs> a ginormous. Um, I I would rather have them on our team. Obviously, but with prospects in baseball, you got to do what you got to do. Right. Uh, but it's fun. I've listened to him do uh, one, maybe two interviews, or maybe it was, I did, I think I heard one with him and one with his dad. Yeah. Uh, He's a charming young guy. Yeah. I mean, he, he just sounds like he loves the game. Uh, he just wants to play. He's not, at least, you know, that's, you know, those are, those are the answers he's giving to questions, but he sounded thoughtful. Um, it didn't sound like a guy who's collecting a paycheck because he's good right. at something. Not, not. He actually sounds like he wants to be here. Uh, right. He just wants to play, and that's what I want. Is I want guys who love the game. I don't want someone who doesn't care and just wants their paycheck because they 
happen to be really good at it. Want a nice pinstripe uniform? Those exist, yeah. yeah. I like the brown the brown Padres pinstripe uniforms, but I don't think those are popular. It I it does look pretty nice though. I'm, I just love brown. I think the brown is very underutilized. A brown guy, big brown guy. Like like UPS. It's one of my favorite colors. It looks great. The brown and yellow? Mostly the brown. The yellow is fine. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that could be a, a few different colors, and I'd be okay. Uh, yeah. But the brown heavy. This is past Junior. You looking to make a little money on the side? Have you considered illegal offshore gambling? BookThis.GMBL offers you live odds on literally anything you could possibly dream of. You could put money on the number of views a YouTube video will get in its first week, the price of gas at any gas station in your city, or even the amount of times Jerry Jones will make his son fake laugh in a press conference. The best part? It's all tax-free. You don't want the government taking your money, and we don't want them to know we're taking it instead of them. Fight back against the tyrannical IRS by giving your money to a website in Syria routed through crypto wallets at bookthis.gmbl. Bookthis.gmbl reserves the right to withhold funds for whatever fucking reason we please. Report your activity to the United States government and sell your information to a Chinese data farm. There's a balance. I would just like them to swing it back a little bit more. And they're try- I mean, that's obviously what the, the point of all these new rules is to get more runners on base. Yeah. More runners on base. Now, there's one spot I would like to see less runners on base, and that's in extra innings. Uh, oh, yeah, But I, yeah. I understand that there are some sacrifices you got to make. Like, when I watch hockey, and they got to go to a shootout, because it's like, they we're not playing this game all night. You know, we got to get on the plane. That's fine. What if we but hit extra when the playoffs, innings? When the playoffs come, then I think play the actual game. That's where I would like to see the rule go. I don't oh, mind it. Sure. I can you can talk me into it for the regular season, whatever. Just get getting games over with, that's fine. But for the playoffs, that does not need to exist. Yeah, um, I, I you agree. need to just just play the games. This I think they're gonna have to finagle some of the uh, pitch clock rules, especially come playoff time. Especially if guys get really good at manipulating the pitch clock and then they Yeah, get, so that's that's auto be draw other, walks yeah. or <clears throat> draw the initial the initial rage that people had when that one spring training game ended with the guy thinking he was walked, but then he struck out by the umpire calling the pitch clock violation. I think a lot of people were like, I don't want a game to end that way. And my yeah. initial thinking was, well, by the time spring training's over, everyone's going to be so used to that. You're not going to see that. Uh, yeah. Unless something crazy happens. Um, but like you said, if people are manipulating it, then that turns into a whole new game that we don't have any precedent for how that looks. And and they will. I mean, in any game, rules are going to be pushed to the utmost, which yeah. is also part of the steel fun. Signs. Yeah. Um, they got those new beepers now, the new beepy buzzers. Those are pretty cool. Choose the uh, vibrating butt plug like that chess guy. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Just legs shaking and clenching while getting the signs. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Anything else I wanted to talk about? 
you have any do you have any predictions for a win total or a finish in the division that you'd like to wildly speculate at? Um, I think even with a little bit of um growing pains or, or rough rough a little bit of um even with a little bit of a rough patch, I think we're gonna get to probably second in our division. Um interesting. I mean, the Angels. Last year, that was 90 wins. So you're yeah. adding you're adding 22 wins to last year's. The Angels team, had basically. nine. Oh, no. Oh. Seattle. I forgot about the Seattle. Mariners. I forgot yeah. about the Mariners. Yeah, maybe yeah, we'll see, the Angels. Third. Remember, the Angels started really well, then just the bottom fell out. Yeah. Okay. We're definitely going to be in third. My bad. Okay. Forgot about the Mariners. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Uh, well, I just don't hate the Mariners, so I forget that they're in our, our division. Yeah, I, I, I feel you. Uh, one thing that I... I think Chris Young mentioned this. See why? Uh, the Rangers were 15 and 35 in one-run games last year. Uh, oh, so yeah. you, would, you would expect that to at least even out a little bit. So if that evens out at, what, 25 and 25... There's an extra 10 wins. You're at 78. That would have put you in third in the division. Uh, so it, I I don't think second is unreasonable. I think it is setting it's setting a high bar, but I don't think it's entirely unreasonable. Okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I can that, see that. That said, for sure. I'm only I'm only predicting like 84 to 85 wins, which I don't think will get us into second unless the division's just down this year. Mm, which you know. But, the way the Astros and the Mariners looked last year, it's just that's unlikely. Uh, but I do think there's going to be a little bit more charge in our bats, more charge in our team overall. Just I mean, the building is going to be, especially especially the beginning of the year, that building is going to be nuts, and I bet it's going to be super loud. I haven't oh, been nice. in there for a loud game yet. Um, yeah, but I can't imagine that it's quiet in there. Cause I've been much to be loud about yet. Very true. Um, so if, if we're looking at last year's playoffs, uh, my prediction puts the Rangers one game out of the wild cards, the last wild card spot. So I'm thinking there's a chance that we're just kind of doing the math for the last two weeks of like, oh, here's what we need to happen. Mm. And it probably probably will just miss. But we could sneak our way in, man. And if we sneak our way in and our rotation's healthy, I'm going to say all bets are off because Jacob deGrom is – one of those guys, uh, if he's yeah, healthy, he's just gonna shut. And you that's down. you know, in a, and if you what do you play a a five a three game? I forget the new playoff formats nowadays. Uh, I think it's if you're three. playing a short, if you're playing a short, yeah, a short series like that, he can pitch in two thirds of that, and then all yeah. of a sudden, what's yeah, you know, not everyone has Jacob Degrom, even if you did well, make what the playoffs. You do now, and even so it, even with Evaldi or Heaney, like Evaldi, dude. When he pitches in the I mean, playoffs, he's nuts. If Mar- Martin, if Martin Perez is your third starter in a playoff rotation, you're you're doing very very well. Yeah, uh, and that's it's a lot. It's a lot to hope for. Um, so my expectation is my expectation is to finish at least five hundred. Uh, so eighty one wins. I think it's safe to expect that out of this roster. You know, barring major health concerns. Um, my hope is to sneak into one of those wild card spots. Absolutely. 
And I think it's completely possible. And that's what I love just, about the extended playoff picture. Well, I hate the extended playoff feature. Uh, just especially in, man, especially in baseball where it feels like 162 games probably should have been enough to sort the cream from the crop. Uh, yeah, but come on. Weren't you a little bit excited when the Phillies were in there playing the Astros? Like, get, get these... Get these absolute dirt bags in there to just beat it's, this nasty. I mean, and also this is coming from a Rangers fan, but it's not the worst thing. Um, it's not as bad as it's. We haven't quite hit the number where other sports are at, where it's half. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think it's similar to football, where it's like just under half, and that's eighty-one that's where I games to, playoffs. It's just I don't want. Yeah, I don't want to do. I don't want over half the teams getting in. And with baseball, I definitely don't think half should be getting in For sure. or having a chance to win the title. If you couldn't, if you couldn't win your division or be one of the, you know, have a record similar to that, uh, you shouldn't have a shot at it, but right. But if the Rangers win one that way, I'm never going to be upset about it. They do. I'm not complaining. This is past. Junior. Yeah, I guess the overall point I'd like to make for this whole episode and to sum up my thoughts going into the baseball season is I'm excited and I haven't been in a long time. And it's the first time spring has felt like spring in like six years for me because I'm a, I'm giddy. Uh, I cannot wait. It should I'm be fun. Gonna, so gonna ready miss... to see DeGrom out there on opening day. Yep. I'm going to miss Red Unis. Uh yeah, me too. That's, I'm a little upset they got rid of that one. I don't mind that they're at least scaling down and trying to have some sort of cohesion with it. Uh, and a lot of teams have kind of moved into using the, the big red. But, you know, I don't love the powder blue either. But speaking of the powder blue, <laughs> uh, Kansas City, back off. That's our horn I mean, color. They've, <laughs> they've been wearing that for decades. Sure, but they just brought it back this season. We own it now. Just kidding. You can have it. Yeah. I mean, my red's back, and you can have the powder blue. I, people really like to hate on the old, I don't know if you've ever seen them, the 90s red and grays, but I was a big fan of those. The red and whites were super popular, but they on the road, they were like their big gray. They were gray uniforms with red tint, mm. and some people, some people didn't like that. Do I have any? Oh, um, to the New York Mets fans who got so salty after yeah. we signed Degrom. To to all New York Mets media in general, a big fat fuck you and expect it more often. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's so. That's Dude. such an annoying, such an annoying deal. Queens, man. Queens, New York, not like it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. Uh, that's why that's why we don't wipe do this of the live. brow. Uh, <laughs> wipe of the brow. Um, yeah, and it's you're the Mets. Like, come on, you're not even the Yankees. You're not even the big team in your town. Yeah, you don't own anybody. Just crybabies, dude. Yeah, and it's yeah. Like you wouldn't be like you wouldn't be rock hard if Jake Degrom was on your starting rotation right now. 
right. over it. <laughs> cool. Where I'm really glad you threw that in there because that'll be a fun. <laughs> that might get used in the promo. Uh... This is past Junior. Get this podcast kicked off so we can sell some Mississippi Mud Ducks merch. Dude, no kidding. Uh, <laughs> Mississippi Mud Ducks is one of my favorite things I've thought about in my life. I know. I, it, I, it just pops up in my head every once in a while. I made a team on the show, the Mississippi Mud Ducks. Yeah, I play for the Mud Hens. I haven't played in a while. I'm not very good. And I kind of fucked myself because I made my my be a pro is like a, he's a knuckleball pitcher who also oh. is a catcher. Uh, okay. And Dude, a DH. The, the um, longest in games. It's the two longest things to play in game. Knuckleball pitching's not going well. Hmm. It yeah. That shit gets froggy. On well, like, me. you'll throw you'll throw a perfect strike, and the ump won't call it. And it's like, look, man, these things aren't consistent. Like, I need you to call. I need you to call them when I get them. I need you to do better. <laughs> you're a computer. There's no reason you're missing this call. Right. <laughs> Realism. Um, I'm playing a game. I, I think one of my problems might be that because I play it on Switch, and I've only ever played it like on the little tablet. Mm. I haven't played on a TV, so I think that might be where I, why my hitting timing is so poor. Hopefully. Uh, yeah, hopefully I get and, better when I put it on a bigger screen. And the frames are probably tough to deal with on that little screen. Yeah, and I don't have one of the new Switches. I was going to ask if it's good on Switch, because I haven't I mean, bought it on Switch yet. It's the first baseball game I've played in so long that I just love having a baseball game. Yeah, it's fun. There's some mechanics that I should probably like go back into the actual like learning how to play tutorials that I skipped over because there's some mechanics I'm not quite understanding. Like when I try to throw someone out at second base, it's just is always terrible. And I don't know what I'm doing wrong or if it's just because my guys shit. I should probably play an actual game. I kind of just launched right into my pro career. Yeah, the creative player. Maybe maybe go play with some people who are actually good. Like, the stats above 60s and 70s. And then you'll suddenly be like, I'm even worse at this game now. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, because I'll also be going against Major League Pitching, which I haven't had to do yet. Oh, it gets fucking bonkers when you start getting into the the pros or the majors. You might. I usually run it. I don't know how long it's supposed to take you to get into the majors, but I just had to sign a one-year contract extension to say in double-A, so it's probably not a good sign. <laughs> and oh, probably need to start my guy over. <laughs> Maybe take what you learn. Well, all right, Gabe. I won't keep you too much longer. Uh, it's fun. Um, this is past Junior. Thank you for listening to this special edition of Pass the Rock. Join us next week when all three guys will be back together and we'll have something really special for you. I promise.
Bye.